to a brand new episode of the Carefree and Black Diaries. Here we discuss various topics like pop culture, news, politics, and more. And I am the host of this podcast, and my name is Shakira. So I just realized in the last episode, the episode from two days ago, I did not do my signature intro. And I guess it was because I was so excited to tell y'all that I was graduating this week. Um, So yeah, let me tell you again, I'm graduating this week with my master's. Um, Today that I'm recording is a Wednesday. When you hear this, most of you hear this, it's going to be a Thursday. If you listen to it on a Friday, the following day, just know I'm walking across the stage tonight. So I just want to say thank you to each and every one of you who listens to the podcast. I know this is like completely unrelated to graduate school, but it still has significance to me because I started this podcast in graduate school. I started this podcast last year. So it has kind of been, not kind of, it has been an outlet for me through this, you know, process of getting through graduate school just as much as this podcast has been helpful to many of you. It has also been helpful to me because it has allowed me a space to express myself. It has allowed me a space to say what I am feeling when I feel like I can't say it, you know, here at a PWI or, you know, anything like that. So I am appreciative for you all as well. So thank you, each of you, Some of you have written me about, you know, graduate school, and one day we are going to talk about graduate school if some of you are thinking about, you know, applying, different programs, what you want to do. We are going to have a space for that, and more than likely that is going to be next season. But I just want to say thank you to each and every one of you all for listening. So we're not going to have carefree updates because I just want to get into the topic at hand. So let's have a quick break from our sponsors and then we'll be back. If you love Carefree and Black Diaries just as much as we do, we have the thing for you. Don't forget to shop Carefree merch. You can shop it at shopshakirawhite.com. It has all of your Carefree merchandise, all of your Carefree needs. If you need sweatshirts, if you need crewnecks, if you need t-shirts, if you need phone cases, laptop cases, mugs, you name it. And anything on the website, you know, it's for you all to be able to express your love and care for this podcast and don't forget until the end of december you can use the code carefree holiday that is one word carefree holiday to get 20 percent off your purchase of 30 dollars or more so thank you all so much and don't forget you can also catch the link in the description box of this podcast episode and in the description box of our instagram page Alrighty, so you all know, hopefully you know, if you don't know, you might want to pause this and go back to the episode right before this one that was released on Tuesday. But if you're listening to this, I'm going to trust that you heard the episode before this, and that one was Hindsight is 2020, Lessons on Familial Relationships. So if you listen to that, you know that this is a mini series here on the channel for the next two weeks. This is week one. We're going to be talking about how hindsight is 2020. And we also talked in the last episode about what that saying means for anyone who may not know. Basically, hindsight is 2020 
talks about how after you've been through something, after you've gone through a lesson or an experience, you can always know what you should have done better because you've been through it. Like in 2020 means perfect vision. You can see it clearly with no distractions. And because you've gone through whatever the thing is, you know how you should have moved because you went through it already. And hopefully you'll be able to implement, you know, any changes or any lessons you learned in the process if you run into the same situation again or another event occurs, you know how to handle it, you know, accordingly because you've already had the, that experience. So basically, I came up with this series, Hindsight is 2020, because I thought it was clever and it was a play on 2020, you know, entering a new decade. We're going into a new year, leaving 2019 into 2020. And I was like, oh, my gosh, that is so good. Hindsight is 2020. Let me share what I've learned. Basically, you know, last week I talked about my family. I was extremely vulnerable. (laughs) Um, Actually, after I recorded the episode, you know, it was scheduled a few days in advance and I kept going back and forth between whether I should, you know, let it out or not let it out. Was I sharing too much? Was I saying too much? And I just kind of had to let it go, you know. I said it, it was done, and hopefully my main goal here is to always be able to help someone. So hopefully it reached the one person or will reach the one person that it was intended to help. Hopefully. Fingers crossed. So now we are moving on to another lesson. We talked about familial relationships, and now... This episode, I want to talk about romantic relationships, and I may actually get into friendships as well, Um, but more specifically romantic relationships because I feel like I've learned a lot in the last 10 years because it's over a decade that I'm covering different lessons I've learned. I feel like I've learned a lot in the last 10 years because, I mean, of course I'm young and throughout, you know, from 2010 to now, 2019, 2010 I was in 10th grade so of course like you learn like the high school lessons and then you move on to college and you learn like the college lessons and then graduate school and so on and so forth so I'm going to share with you all some lessons I've learned and I will hopefully keep with myself and hopefully you can implement them in case it's something that you haven't learned yet or you want to just take you know to have for a friend if a friend needs relationship advice or anything like that Here are some little nuggets and tips. I learned some of them the hard way. Some of them um, caused a lot of tears and a lot of pain in my life, but I wouldn't have it any other way. So let's hop in. So I think it's always helpful to give you all some background so you know kind of how these different situations were approached or the mindset or mentality I may have had when going through certain situations. So I gave you a little background last, not last week, two days ago, about my family dynamics and how my family kind of functions and everything like that. And you may, if you've listened to the podcast for a while, you may um, be familiar with how my family dynamics are because I've touched on it quite a few episodes, but never like going really in depth. So this time around, I'm going to give you a little background about how... I was, I guess my history was with dating. I did not date a lot of people. I have not dated a lot of people, to be honest. Um, I was, if you go back and listen to my podcast episode, it's called um, Let's Get Real About Self-Esteem. Is that it? Let's Get Real About Self. 
I think it's Let's Get Real About Self-Esteem. Um, it was a while back, but it is one of the most um, streamed or listened to podcast episodes I have. And I think it was because I was, like, extremely vulnerable and I talked about, you know, how it was for me growing up. And, of course, from that episode, you can probably gather I didn't date much. <laughs> and it was because, you know, the guys in my class, they were always like, you know, you're so skinny. Um to them, I was dark. Um, I would get called, like, stick, or they would say I look like the like an ant or something like that. Not because of, like, anyway, <laughs> I'm not going to go into detail. If you want to listen to that podcast episode, you can listen to it. So I didn't date a lot because I guess, like, at the time, a lot of guys weren't attracted to me, and that's fair. So around, let me see. 12th grade so the end of 11th grade this guy gets to the school that I was going to and I just thought he was so cute and if also if you listen to um homegirl talk with diamond I talk about this in those episodes as well that is a part one and part two podcast episodes so I thought he was so cute and of course if you listen to the episode you know you probably know who I'm talking about because he was the one like the bad boy kind of thing and then 12th grade there was like this thing at my school where uh, I guess you can for other schools it will be called like a homecoming court but at my school instead of it lasting like one night where you're crowned like homecoming king or queen or something like that it will last for the entire year so the entire school will vote and because the school was kindergarten through 12th grade, everyone would vote and you would serve as Mr. or Miss, whatever the school was, you know, for the entire year. He ended up being the Mr. of this school and I ended up being the Miss of the school. And we started liking each other <laughs> keep it g we started liking each other and at first neither one of us was like letting on but the people that were on our court knew so like the guys knew on his end and the girls knew on my end and then they started communicating and then it just kind of happened you know but we were never together because he was I didn't know at the time but he was dating someone else at another school and he, he was like a player, y'all. I'm going to be honest. He was like a player. And at the time, I didn't know. And he was the first person that I really, really, like, I don't even want to call it dating, but, like, talk to, I guess you can say. So I was, like, excited, and it was something new, and I didn't really know anything about it, you know. And he was really nice, and I got really close with his family and vice versa because the court that we were on, like, it were, it would require us to spend a lot of time together. We would go to each other's houses because if we had to go to a football game together, we would get ready at each other's houses. We would be eating at Waffle House 2 o'clock in the morning or having sleepovers and stuff. And it was just, you know, it was a good time in my life. But one of the lessons I learned from that time was to really value myself and to not place too much of my, I don't want to say not to place too much expectation, but I mean, that's kind of what it is, like not to place too much expectation on someone else that you're dating. So I'm not going to tell you exactly what happened, but just know that after we graduated from high school, 
I went to college at FAMU. You all know that I entered undergrad at FAMU. And I was like, you know, in my mind, I was like, I'm not dating anybody up here. These boys are lame. This is this is 2012 Shakira, y'all. These boys lame. I don't want to talk to no college boy, blah, 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 blah. Thank God for growth. And he was away at another school. And one day he texts me out of the blue. And he sends me a picture of a sonogram. And that was his way of telling me that he had a baby on the way. Not just one baby, two babies, twins. And I was devastated. I still remember where I was when he sent it to me. I was at the movie theater with my mother. I still remember what movie theater and what role we were sitting in. Because I guess when you have something that is like heartbreaking or very traumatic for you, you kind of, there's like an imprint in your mind when that particular event occurs. So I'm sitting in the theater, and Lord knows I wish I never even picked up my phone to check it during the movie, but me and mom were watching Sparkle, and I look at my phone, and I open, you know, his message, and it is the picture right there, and I'm like, what are you trying to tell me? And so he basically texts me back, and he's like, um, such and such is pregnant, and I'm like, okay. And by this time, I knew about her because some things had occurred up to this point. So um, he texts me, he's like, such and such is pregnant. And then he's like, it's twins. And my heart just like broke into pieces. I did fall into, I guess you can say a, like a mini depression. No, it wasn't mini. I was depressed and I was a freshman and I started like spending way more time in my dorm room. And at that time, my roommate in my dorm room was someone from high school who had been on our court. So she knew the history and the backstory, you know, of us. So she was there to really, like, help me through the entire thing. Granted, it was new for both of us. We were young. We were 18. This was all new to us. So, you know, when this happened, I really, like, just lost hope and with everything. And I was like, I'm not dating anybody. You know, you can't trust people because this was something that I thought was over between him and someone else. And, of course, you know, seeing the sonogram right there in my face it proved that it wasn't over and it proved that he had not been honest about the situation as you know it pertained to her and one of the things I learned again with that is to just not put too much expectations on people when it comes to things like that like I take people's let me how can I say this without sounding like a butthole (laughs) like I listen to people and I take them For that word, my dad often says, like, take people at face value. So you take people for what they're telling you at your face and not, you know, any much more than that. Like, don't try to read into what people are saying. Whatever they say, that's what they're saying. And you can, you know, believe people until they prove differently or until something happens and you see that they weren't being honest with what they were telling you. And that's what happened to me. And once I got past that, I had a very hard time trusting people because I had a very um, difficult experience with, like, you know, I was meeting people on campus, and the next person I talked to after that, I was a junior 
or maybe a sophomore, the end of my sophomore year, going into my junior year. And we had both just crossed into different organizations, different Greek letter organizations. And so we kind of met along those lines, like different socials and stuff like that. And he was nice. I thought he was cute. But in the back of my mind, I was, you know, I felt like all men did was lie, like, because of that experience that I had with that one person. But keep in mind that I didn't have much experience with dating before that, so that was the foundation that I had to, like, start on. So it took me a long time to kind of, like, dig that foundation up to try to build a new one and not put my past grievances and heartbreaks on the next person, which was something that I also learned in this decade that you cannot let what one person does to you affect, you know, each and every person coming into your life moving forward. So, yes, you learn from those different situations. Like I said, you take people at face value and you try not to put too much into what they're saying like you don't want to add more to what they're telling you you take what they're saying and some people say I guess the old people say you take it with a grain of salt you don't give it too much and you don't take away too much from what they're saying either but you learn how to maneuver moving forward but also keeping in mind I guess it may sound like a contradiction right because you are taking people at face value but also you don't want to put what someone else has done to you onto the next person because you don't know what the new person may be adding to your life but you also want to be you know taking lessons from the past and it's like a a balance that you have to find because I found that you know on one hand I really had to dig up that foundation again and say, okay, even though this is what happened to me, even though I've been heartbroken before, I'm not going to let that affect someone else coming into my life. And it took a long, it took, it took years. It took years, and I am still working on it today. I can't say that I have gotten a lot better, but it took years to get to that, to try to reconcile that idea in my mind, like, even though I've been heartbroken, I can't put that on the next person. But also, I need to be mindful, you know, moving forward to protect my heart. And I do, Oh, I'm glad I said that because it just reminded me of a Bible verse because you always want to be mindful of who you are opening your heart to. Not just your heart, but your mind, your spirit, just your presence. You should not allow everyone to have a piece of you. And I don't say that in a, I don't say that in a way that's like, everybody can't have a piece of me, you know, not like a a uppity kind of way, but just to be mindful because some people don't always have your best interests at heart. Some people don't really care about you. Some people are only coming to take away from you and not add to you. And I think that in some cases that is fine because I do believe that as people you have a gift and you have something to give and if you have a gift it's your responsibility to share it with other people and sometimes those people have nothing to give to you in return but the sole purpose was for you to extend your gift to them and that's fine I'm not talking about that instance I'm talking about where people are coming and they are like leeches this is relationships friendships they are like leeches that are like drawn to your energy and drawn to your aura and they know they have they know you have something that they can get and they just take and take and take and that often happens in a lot of relationships I've seen it 
happened to friends over and over again. It has happened to me, and I'll get into that, too, a little later, hopefully, if I don't forget. Um, But, yeah, it happens, so protect your peace. And also that Bible verse that I thought about was Proverbs chapter 4, verse 23. And it says, above all else, guard your heart for everything you do flows from it. So especially, especially, especially with romantic relationships. Oh, I just thought about so many things that have happened to me and how it affected other things I did. And it was because I wasn't guarding my heart properly. So you have to be able to guard your heart. You have to be the like the security guard like imagine it like that how Megan Thee Stallion has her security guard or the baby has his security guard you have to be that person for your heart imagine the baby and Megan Thee Stallion as your heart and you have to be that person that's like guarding it not guarding it in a way that you're not letting anyone in but guarding it and asking God for discernment to be able to tell when people are in your life for the good and when they aren't in your life for the good And you can ask for discernment, and discernment is something that you learn over time. And I do advise each and every one of you to Google what discernment is and read more into that because discernment is so crucial for everyone in this life. Like, you, there are certain things that will happen in your life, and you can't understand why you moved a certain way that you did, but sometimes it was just discernment telling you, "Mm mm-mm, that person is not right for you, and then you may find out later, or you may not find out later that, you know, they did some messed up stuff, and you're like, wow, that was discernment telling me to stay away from that. And not always a person, it could be a situation, a life decision, anything, discernment is always there, so look more into discernment, but also guard your heart, especially with these relationships that you are entering with people, because if you mess around and get with the wrong person, and they mess you up, and you end up being, you know, depressed and stuff, that is, it's like a domino effect into everything you do going forward, it's a domino effect into your career, it's a domino effect into your relationship with your family, your relationships with your friends, your hobbies, your gifts, your talents. So be mindful of who you are letting in your heart. Now, that was him. I'm not going to stay on him too long because we ended up getting real cool. We're friends now. Um, So, you know, and also, you don't always have to have a mindset or mentality of, if you do me wrong, that's it. You know, I'm cutting you out of my life. Sometimes you can forgive people, and forgiveness is not for you. And I have said this, many people have said this many times, forgiveness is not for you. I mean, forgiveness is not for the other person. Scratch that. Forgiveness is not for the other person. Forgiveness is for you. So as long as you are holding a grudge against somebody, they always say um, holding a grudge is like drinking poison and expecting the other person to die. That other person is going on living their life, doing what they want to do, maybe messing up somebody else's life, and here you are still frustrated about something that they did to you two months ago or two years ago, and you're still holding on to it. And that bitterness and toxicity is doing nothing for you. Like, it's not aiding you at all, and it's not hurting that other person. So you have to be able to forgive people. And it took me a long time to learn that as well because that happened in 2012, me and him just got on good terms, maybe 2017. Yeah, like 2017, we got on good terms. And even then, it's been rocky and shaky. But, you know, realizing that he 
I gained something from that time, right, that experience. It wasn't all bad. Just something happened, and life was brought into the world, and I can't, you know, stay mad at that because the kids are beautiful. They are sweethearts, and you live and you move on. You move forward. Now, moving on to another lesson I learned in this decade when it comes to relationships, that lesson was if someone tells you that they aren't ready for a relationship, take the hint. Um, And that may sound so simple, but I think as women, I don't know if this applies so much to men, but I know with women in particular, we have this tendency to be talking to someone, or I guess you can say dating someone for a while, and they tell you, you know, they act like they're interested, they act like they want to be with you, and then, you know, after a while, if you bring up the relationship kind of conversation, then they're like, oh, I'm not ready for a relationship right now. Take the hint that they are not ready for a relationship with you. <laughs> Take the hint that they are not ready for a relationship with you. So I believe that for men and women, if someone, if the right person comes along, they would be ready for a relationship, you know, anytime, anyplace, anywhere. But if you're not that right person, of course, you're going to kind of get that lag like, um, they're like, I don't know. Let's just kind of see where this goes. And in some instances, that's okay. You do kind of want to test the waters with people before you jump into a relationship. But with this situation that I'm going to explain, that was not the case. So this guy, I met him, he was also covered in Homegirl Talk with Diamond. Uh, I met him freshman year, but um, I think he changed majors or something, and then I stopped seeing him until he also crossed into another organization, a Greek letter organization, and our paths crossed again. This is not the same person that I'm referencing from earlier, but, you know, our paths crossed again, and then we just, you know, whatever, started talking. And we started talking in 20, I graduated college in 2016. I want to say 2017, and maybe before then, I think like 2017. And, oh, my gosh, I thought he was just the cutest little thing, <laughs> a little. Uh, I thought he was just the cutest little thing, and he was just so fine to me, et cetera, et cetera. But he will always, we have been talking for a while, but he will always say, I'm just not ready for a relationship right now. I will be, but right now I'm just not ready. You know, I want to focus on this. I want to focus on that. And I was just like, here I am, very naive. Okay, like, I can wait, you know. And then after a while, I kind of, like, convinced myself that I, too, was not ready for a relationship when that is what I wanted. I did want a relationship with someone Um but with him continuing to say that, I was like, you know what? I'm not ready for a relationship either. It's fine. When it happens, it happens. Don't let other people's... What's the word I want to use? Don't let other people's apprehension to relationships stall you from something that you really want. So if you're talking to someone and he just keeps telling you or she keeps telling you, I'm not ready for a relationship right now. Let's kind of see where this goes. Don't let that convince you into thinking that 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 you have that same mentality as well if you want a relationship go find somebody who wants to be in a relationship as well don't stick around wasting months and years with someone 
who is very apprehensive and doesn't know what they really want out of, you know, their relationship with you, don't be that person. I was that person, and I learned so I can share with you because hindsight is twenty twenty, and I want you to be able to learn from my mistakes, take heed to what I am saying so you aren't in the same situations that I have been in. So, again, if someone tells you that they are not ready for a relationship, um, take the hint. It's not that they aren't ready for a relationship is that they aren't ready for a relationship with you and I found this out because he continued to tell me that and then one day I get on Instagram and here he is posting his girlfriend after we had just got off the phone I think like the day before or maybe even a few hours before and I was like so heartbroken again because how do I keep ending up in these situations um But that taught me, because at the time when that happened, I was like, what is it about me? Like, what is it about her? Why does he want to be with her and not me? We've been talking for this long. Has he been talking to her this entire time? What does she have that I don't have? And those are natural thoughts. I'm not going to sit here and tell you all, don't think that way. That's negative. It is negative thinking, but that's natural. Like, if something like that happens to you, naturally you're going to ask those questions inside. Or you may ask other people, your best friend, like, what does she have that I don't have? What is it about her that he sees that he doesn't see in me? Natural is completely fine. I do feel like you have to go through that process to get to the other side of healing from that experience. And I went through that, and eventually I learned, and I think through growth and the years and months passing, that it was not me like it was him it was nothing that I did it was nothing I said it wasn't how I looked it was just him and I found out later that he wasn't um faithful to her and you know I felt bad for her because I was just like I knew he wasn't going to change because he was one of those people who wasn't faithful at all and it was just like I knew he wasn't going to change and that's a whole nother story for a whole nother day we need to implement some kind of like carefree talks after dark or something on IG IGTV where we just kind of really dig into the backstory of some of these situations. But anyway, right now, you know, that was the lesson that I learned from him. And also, sometimes when you are dealing with someone, there are things that you have to teach them and you don't understand why because when I was dealing with him I was also teaching him a lot about cameras and videography and photography because that was what I was interested in and he went on to make his own company with that and I could be you know that person that's like I did that for you I put you on but again with growth and maturity you learn that sometimes it's your season in people's life is for you to give something to them like we stated earlier for you to share gifts with them that they can use moving forward and that was the purpose for you in their life and that's it and lastly a lesson I learned has less to you know do about one particular relationship but mostly the sum of these relationships and it was to really evaluate how I was as a person. How was I displaying myself that kept attracting all of these, excuse me, trash men? Like, what was I giving off that made them be so, you know, come to me? 
And I was just like, you know, everybody else has these good guys, these good boyfriends. Like, what am I displaying that is attracting these guys who keep breaking my heart and hurting me? And I think that you should be mindful of the energy that you are exuding, but also be mindful that sometimes it's not necessarily you in a negative way as far as, like, energy you're exuding to attract people. Sometimes bad spirits are attracted to good people. Bad spirits are attracted to good people sometimes, and it does suck. Like, why can't, you know, bad spirits just be attracted to other bad spirits, but then all chaos would, you know, ensue. But I do believe that if you have good in you, you can either, you know, share it with people and hopefully they too will find some good within themselves or learn to, you know, level up in their life or, again, like, use you know a gift or talent that you have to implement into their own lives and maybe their community or their family and you may never know what the outcome of that was but it's not for you to know it's for you to be a willing participant in sharing your gifts and not being hesitant or sheltered so much that you miss an opportunity to share what you have with someone else so hopefully these lessons that I have learned in hindsight you can use going forward into 2020 because say it with me hindsight is what 2020 it is definitely so i love you all again have a great weekend your girl is graduating this week i'm super excited um so don't forget you can follow us on instagram at carefree and black diaries and you can also follow us on twitter at carefree b-l-k-p-o-d and we have a facebook now if you're still into facebook we have a facebook so you can like on facebook and keep you know your updates coming from that platform so don't forget to stay black and carefree and we'll see you next time in the next episode of the carefree and black diaries bye guys Thank you.